At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Pittsburgh City Cast with Tim Benz, presented by Bet Rivers. It is another Pittsburgh City Cast. Tim Benz, Mike Pursuta with you. Glad that you're with us here on a Wednesday. Before Mike takes off for vacation, I'll be pinch hitting for him on the DVE morning show. And Mike is going on vacation with his pockets lined. We're going to get up to 90 degrees, it looks like, over the Memorial Day weekend. But the weather isn't as hot as Mike is. You hit a six-teamer, and uh, that was just last night, Mike. I know it's been a good week for you. A little bit of a heater, Tim. But, you know, what they said in uh, The Color of Money, Paul Newman. The balls roll funny for everybody some days, kid. So, <laughs> you know, don't get too high with the highs or too low with the lows, just like actual athletics. But uh, to quote the great Nuke Lelouch, I like winning. It's like better than losing. Log on to BetRivers.com to receive a 20% live profit boost on any French open wager. Log on to BetRivers.com and win three $10 NHL same-game parlays receive a $10 bet uh, Mike based on your streak when it comes to hockey I think you're much more inclined to bet on hockey than the French Open do I have that read right I would be much more inclined to bet on just about anything on this earth other than the French Open uh, how about how about United States Open Cup the New York Red Bulls Orlando City to win it it was at plus 335 now plus 375 I know that you ventured on occasion into English Premier League soccer uh, what about the United States Open Cup? Yes or no? Uh, that's uh, that's going to be a hard no. But the English Premier League thing <laughs> is an actual true statement. Uh, led to a really good joke. Uh, how do you lose nine? How do you lose 150 pounds in 90 minutes? <laughs> Bet on Tottenham. <laughs> also, some NBA boosts. because they bench. always end up a draw, Tim. And you don't want to bet All a the draw because no. it's boring. Yes. And of course, the game I went to ended 1 1. And Tottenham, I bet on Tottenham against Chelsea. They had a power play for like the last 40 minutes of the game because, you know, they throw people out. They just have to play shorthanded. And it was like the Penguins' power play. They just kicked the ball around the perimeter and wouldn't shoot. I was yelling, shoot! They don't, they <laughs> shoot, don't, Zuby, shoot! They don't do that in England. They were just looking at me, oh, dumb American. Well, they probably thought you were a dumb Canadian. <laughs> they just assumed. No. Dumb North American, same thing, I guess, over there. Oh, no, no. Come on. Canada is still part of the crown, is it not? In some way, shape, or form? I always get confused on those rules. Uh, there is still a portrait of the queen in a few rinks ah. I've been in, but I think they're Canada's its own entity now. 
Even though it lost to Denmark, it might want to go scurrying back to England. World Championships upset in Finland on the ice. First time Canada ever lost to Denmark this week. In anything, a, I imagine. To be a national holiday here in the States. Even in chocolate making, I would think, is the first time. Uh, NBA boosted bets, winning margin would be under three and a half points in Celtics versus Heat. It was plus 140, now plus 250. Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum to combine for 57 and a half points was plus 140, now plus 150. I'll go over on that. I'll take that one. An MLB boosted bet for you. Bryce Harper to record over uh, at least half an extra base hit. Braves are the opponent that was uh, plus 125. Now it's plus 135. And uh, Rock'em Sock'em, the MLB boosted bet. A run to be scored in the first inning of the Red Sox versus White Sox and over the eight and a half total runs. That's up to plus 250 from plus 225. But Mike, we want to focus on hockey and the Avalanche to score in all three periods versus the Blues plus 105, now plus 115. That's available in Colorado as a hometown discount, too. So for our legions of listeners that listen to the Pittsburgh CityCast in the great state of Colorado, uh, you can get in for double your money there. It sounded like you liked that one, Mike. You might want to get in, huh? Oh, it's very intriguing. Very intriguing. Uh, I I think Colorado's going to win. I think the price is too high. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, minus 250. I'll try to pair that. Matter of fact, I already have paired that with uh, three baseball games today. Well, uh, you kind look. of uh, double dipped in the sports last night, right? To hit your six teamer, didn't you cross over the streams there? Yeah, five baseball games and then uh, under in uh, Rangers, Hurricanes. You know, Tim, I'm I'm not the brightest guy in the world, but sometimes I'm not stupid. When something keeps happening, I eventually realize it and dive in. I couldn't believe I wasn't on the unders throughout this Carolina. Oh, I was talking uh, about you series. during the week. We were, I was talking about you during the week on this. Yeah. Cause we were texting back and forth about this. I mean, if they're like the two lowest scoring teams in the league, right. Or, or best defensive teams or fewest goals against whatever. And, uh, something gave me the opinion that the Rangers might be better than I actually think the Rangers are. And you were able to diagnose that for me through our texting. Well, I think it was both teams. I think we thought both teams were better because they did so well against the penguins and we're using them inappropriately so as a litmus test as to how good these other teams were, especially when it came to scoring when you had to or scoring in bunches like the Rangers did. You know, I was watching the Avalanche game the other night and it looked and felt just like the Rangers against the Penguins. Need three in the span of about 57 seconds. Okay, we can do that, but you can't do that against Carolina. Can't do that when Jordan stalls on the ice, at least not as regularly as they were able to do against the Pens. Yeah, I think I was also a little bit uh, still doubting uh, Igor Shostakin a little bit and uh, worried that he might get lit up, particularly in Carolina. Yeah, but he's just so seemed, bad on the road. He seems, to, he seems to have gotten his feet back under him, and uh, I've been going under the last two there, and I'll keep doing that. Although I do like Carolina. We were talking just before we came on the air here today. I thought the series price at 2-2 two to two would be better than Carolina minus 136. I can't remember what it opened at. I don't either, but, look, but I was a little surprised at that to jump in now and have it be 136 at it even like this. Yeah, there's the value is not what I thought it might be, but they're minus 157 in the game tonight. So, you know, 136 is a little bit better. If they win tonight, uh, they're probably going to win the series. Uh, actually, that's, th- that's Thursday night. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, I, I think that trend is going to continue for at least the rest of this round. The Hurricanes are going to stay undefeated at home and winless on the road. I'm going to go with the Hurricanes finishing out this series. But, yeah, like you, uh, I do think it's going to go seven. What do you think? Uh, over, under, one Jacob Truba headshot. Not a guy fell down. <laughs> Plus, it's, it was Max Domi, right? He's, you know, paying for the sins of the father. What, is the Domi family now all of a sudden has delicate sensibilities. They don't <laughs> like elbows to the head. Give me a break. What do you think Domi's dad was saying? Hey, kid, grow. Keep your head up. <laughs> toughen up, whatever, shake it off. What, what's the, what's the Canadian hockey equivalent of uh, rub dirt on it and keep going to rub ice your, on it, spit your teeth out and keep going, stitch it up and keep going. I mean, you know, 
Hey, Jacob Truba plays on the edge, but he's not doing anything a lot of people aren't doing. I think it's just another crutch for Penguins fans. Oh, see, he was dirty against us, and now he's dirty against them. That's why we lost. It was circumstances, Tim. The general manager told us so this week. Yeah, they always seem to have circumstances. There have been circumstances for every one of their playoff ousters going back to, well, the circumstances that the Washington Capitals were better in 2018. That was one circumstance. And since then, it's been bad goaltending. Other team had good goaltending. It was uh, the bubble. There were no fans. It was uh, injuries within the series against the Rangers. Like the, the Rangers injuries thing to me, makes me matter and matter every time people bring it up because again, I'm going to draw the analogy back to the Steelers without Ben Roethlisberger. You were, they were such a bad football team without Ben Roethlisberger that they were eight and three with duck and Mason Rudolph. Yeah. So you, you can't like just excuse away the last three results saying that they were incapable of winning because they had duck and Mason Rudolph. No, one of those games was against the friggin' jets and they were eight and three with those guys before that so don't give me that a and then b to to connect it to the penguins they were winning in each of those three games and they were winning in game six after sid went out and even with sid not playing well they were winning in game seven a couple times so i just i can't accept that as an excuse no nor can i and uh, i was going to write that for my pittsburgh magazine online column this week but then i decided to write about the steelers quarterbacks because that's usually steelers a good formula Steelers quarterbacks are a bigger deal than uh, Penguins uh, circumstances. But yeah, your circumstances were even with uh, Louis Domingue in the net. They were up three games to one. They were up two goals in game five. They were up two goals in game six. They were up a goal twice in game seven, including with less than six minutes remaining. But uh, yeah, it was circumstances. How come nobody ever brings up the Rangers circumstances? Like, oh, I don't know. Uh, the, the terrible call at the end of game one in regulation that would have won that for New York in regulation if they let that goal stand. Uh, the Jake Gensel batting the puck in on a high puck that they called a goal. I think that was in game seven. Uh, missing uh, a top pair defenseman for a lot of the series, Ryan Lindgren. Uh, missing the two guys who had uh, Stanley Cup winning experience on the entire Rangers roster, uh, Sammy Blay and Barkley Goudreau. I mean, it's, you know, Everybody's got some some issue. Right. Find me the team that's a thousand percent healthy and clicking on all cylinders right now. That's why it's the toughest championship to win in <laughs> sports because you got to grind it out. You got to take those elbows to the head if you're going to be a good Canadian farm boy from Manitoba, and you got to keep going to the net. Hey, well, Mike, one thing that did happen for me in the Rangers Hurricane series is that uh, I was able to hit my bet of over five and a half. Uh, that's where I had that series. And, uh, you know, that was actually at minus 152. So, uh, you know, you know that, that one was – I felt good about it. I thought it could go to seven. I actually thought that they might win it in six, the Hurricanes, because of the reasons we point out, particularly Shesterkin not playing well in Carolina. My bet is that it goes seven right now at this point. Uh, one bet that I got screwed on last night, it was part of your win because you were smarter than me and just took the Yankees to win – I talked about this in the city cast yesterday. I decided to go with the run line on the Yankees just thinking, and this is a crazy theory that the Yankees are better than the Orioles and they're due to win. And why not just assume they're going to win by two runs instead of only one. Like that was my thinking. And um, I watched the end of that game. They were lucky to win it all. I mean, it's, it's yeah. Baltimore. Hey, Baltimore's not horrendously bad this year, at least not yet. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if the wheels are going to fall off, but uh, I think the Orioles are stepping up a little bit from where they've been the last, I don't know, as long as I can remember. Uh, the Yankees were scuffling a little bit. I, I went against a trend of mine. I don't like to bet on teams that are on losing streaks, but uh, I did in that instance, again, because it was part of a parlay. And it just, you know, okay, I know the Yankees have been losing, and I know the Oilers, the Orioles are better, but it's still Orioles against Yankees at the big ballpark in the Bronx. But uh, they were they were fortunate last night. I couldn't believe that your doubleheader theory was tested and lost when it came to the White Sox beating the Yankees twice on the same day in New York. Right. Heartbreaking at the stadium. Yeah. And it's After Jamison Tyon, by the way, was great in game one and has been really good this year. Well, it's because he doesn't pitch for the Pirates anymore. Uh, this was the. the 
Two uh, doubleheaders last weekend. Saturday, the Mets played the Rockies. The Mets won the first game 5-1, to one, and even though the Mets are a really good team, I just bet Colorado in the second game playing the hunch, the theory, uh, the protocol, and uh, the Rockies win at 11-3, to three, and then uh, did the same thing, watched the first game, waited for the result of White Sox-Yankees, and it was a nail-biter, very low scoring, and then the Yankees get uh, beat badly at the end. So not everything is a guarantee or 100%, but I still like that uh, doubleheader theory. And uh, also, the uh, Rockies coming back to meet the, beat the Mets on Saturday gave me a chance to bet the Mets on Sunday because they were coming off a loss going into today. And uh, the Mets are playing at San Francisco. I'm not sure when we're going to get this posted, but I think it's like a yeah, three. Just, it just started as the time okay. we are speaking. I was going to say, I thought it was 345. I got the Mets again today at even money uh, just because. They are 13 and one after a loss this season, and they have won their last 13 after a loss. They have one two game losing streak. That was April 10th and 11th. Every time since, they have followed up a loss with a win. So I'm going to see if that holds true today. You know, I was preaching the un, uh, the overs for Colorado and Pittsburgh because. Did we uh, transition to baseball now? What's that? Did we transition to baseball now? We're hopscotching around. I mean, oh, okay, because like, I got one I'm, more hockey point I want to make. Before hold on we... your hockey point, because I've got another hockey point I want to oh, get okay. to, too. But because you crossed the streams so effectively on your yes. hockey and baseball, why can't we do the same in talking about it is my theory here. You so. got to cross them. They did it in Ghostbusters and those those four uh, really famous <laughs> baseball players who must be hard up for cash. Yes. Are now, are now doing it against the. That's one foul ball. The big Mr. Red coming out of nowhere. Is it you Randy know? Johnson, Ken Griffey Jr.? Who are the big other guys? Pa- big Pappy. Pappy and uh, I can't remember the other guy. But it's, I don't know it's, who that is. It's a steroided up Mr. Red in Oakland, <laughs> which at the Oakland uh, Alameda County Coliseum or whatever they're calling it, uh, five people, including the giant baseball head, that constitutes a crowd there this year. <laughs> Four guys shooting lasers and a giant baseball head. Oh, that would bring more fans than the A's do. I can assure you that. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a huge gathering in that place. Speaking of which, I was at PNC Park last night uh, watching the Rockies and the Pirates, and we were sitting along the third baseline. And, Mike, that's the first time. You weren't one of those guys going, woo, all the time, were no, you? No, I'm never one of those guys. No, I'm never really one of those annoying. guys. really annoying. One of the things I hate about Pirates baseball. What I, where I wanted to be annoying, and so did my my friends and my stepson who was with me at the game last night, our plan to be annoying was anytime somebody was coming around third base, there were so few people in the park and we were so close to third base. We were just going to scream, go, 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 regardless <laughs> of what, because we thought the guy could hear us and we wanted to screw people up. It didn't matter if it was the pirates or the Rockies. We were just going to yell, go, whether they should have been sent or not, whether they were fast or whether they were Vogelbach. Like we were just going to say go, but here's the problem. It was the Rockies, the pirates. Nobody got there. Nobody got to third base. Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up Sounds uh, like my high school career, but that's another story. <laughs> so we ended up in center field uh, at the fat heads bar. Have you wandered your way out there yet? By the way, at uh, PNC I have Park not, I've, I have not wandered to PNC park this year. And I don't know if I'm going to get there. I, I just, I'm so down on the whole thing. Uh, and on a side note, I hate the extra inning 10. Oh, put the guy on second base crap. And that actually, uh, that helped the Yankees last night. Uh, it helped, it helped the, the Rockies Pirates, too. I just think it's just such a bastardization of the game. It I mean, is. And theoretically, there's no difference. I mean, you're giving both teams equal chances to score and score quickly. So, like, you know, you're not morphing the odds in favor of one team or the other. I mean, you're morphing the odds in favor of scoring. Sure. But you know, both teams get the same chance of scoring the same way. And if any team ever thought about bunting, why not just bunt and get the guy over and get one run? Just nobody wants to do that anymore. I guess the theory is the visiting team doesn't want to do that because the home team would have a chance to, to get two. you know, you want to, you want to get, as they explained on the Yankees broadcast, Cast last night when they didn't bunt with Aaron Judge. Uh, you want to get a crooked number up there, Tim. But uh, I think it's stupid. David Bednar gives up zero earned runs, one hit, and gets the loss. They didn't give up an earned run the whole night and lost. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, 
you know, put the guy on second base. Why don't you just flip a coin? Well, to be honest with you, because I wasn't watching the game live, I was convinced and I just, I was tracking the score. I knew it was close. And then I heard the Pirates had lost and not gotten a hit last Sunday against the Reds. And I, I just assumed it was a dippy ghost runner on second base thing, but that wasn't the case. I didn't catch it. What's, what's the rule? You, you can't replace the automatic guy on second base until an out is made. Is that right? Because the Pirates tried doing that last night. They well, like, like put, putting a pinch runner in? Like the last guy came up, and I think it was the catcher. I think it was the backup catcher. And they waited an out and then put another guy in. So you're not allowed to swap out the guy until an out is made? Is that the rule? Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just when Sheltie thought of it. I don't know. <laughs> Took hey, hey, you know that what? That guy's slow. We could put a fast guy out there. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I just, I hate everything about that. I, I like the DH, but I hate that. Well, today is a day where hopefully you listened to the city cast earlier in the week. And then you uh, missed a couple episodes because I thought that the uh, Rockies and pirates would get some runs this week because both teams are so bad when it comes to run suppression. Uh, but it's 10 to five today. They finally got over the over and it wasn't close in each of the first two games. It was two to one. Go figure with those two teams. But hey, Mike, they're bad because both those teams can't hit and both those teams can't pitch and field, except when they're playing each other, I guess. And this series proves that two games where they barely score, then two games where they can't stop each other from scoring. Yeah, I've got it on TV right now. The Pirates uh, need one more strike and, uh, 117 people are standing and applauding at PNC Park. <laughs> they put Bednar back in? Uh, no, it's 10 to 5. So uh, some guy named uh, De Los Santos is pitching. That's right. I, they got to keep thought... the innings down on Bednar so they can trade him. Oh, I, I mean, keep him for next year as part of the core. I'm sorry. I thought about this. So we, you were talking on, on one of our uh, podcasts here about going to the opener and being uh, somewhat professionally embarrassed that you didn't know all the names I'm, yes. seeing na- I'm seeing names in the game and in the dugout that i don't know and i don't care yeah we were actually uh standing under the scoreboard in the fatheads area at one point during the game last night and looking up at the scoreboard and looking at the rocks rockies lineup and we were playing how many names do we actually know and it probably in the lineup was about two or three but we we're just making the names up like first name last name it was like rodrigo iglesias like, hey, that guy's last name and that guy's last You can make two one person out of that. And maybe then I would have heard of him. You know, yeah. like we were going through that way, like baseball referencing the thing to figure out their roster. Oh, by the way, A's and Mariners. You were talking about Oakland. Oakland's on the road today, but there's another matchup of Titans. 18 and 27 Oakland, 18 and 26 Seattle. Chicago and the uh, Reds, that's not a great game. You're getting some bad teams against bad teams, Mike. Uh, we're going through that sort of funk of the schedule. That makes it that makes it a little harder to bet. You can't bet against the bad team all the time when another bad team is playing against them. It does, but I got some pictures for you this week, Tim. Uh, just take lot- Houston against Cleveland. That's not so bad. Well, I, w- I want to start with uh, Toronto. Uh, Alec Manoa, uh, former uh, first-round pick in 2019 out of uh, Country Roads, Take Me Home, West Virginia. He is 5-1 uh, and one for the Jays with a 1.62 ERA. Uh, he has uh, eight straight starts with at least five innings pitched and two or fewer earned runs allowed. He has seven starts out of eight this year of at least six innings and two or fewer earned runs allowed. He is really keeping the score down for those Blue Jays, and he is pitching Friday at the uh, Anaheim Angels. Uh, kind of like Tor- good one. Kind of like Toronto when he pitches. Hunter Green, uh, the kid that got... Uh, the kid that no hit the Pirates and got mm-hmm. the loss, or was yeah. part of it. I know it was a combined no hitter, but uh, he got uh, ripped up pretty good by Milwaukee back on May fifth, and since then, eighteen and two thirds innings, eight hits, four runs, all of them earned, eleven walks, and twenty one strikeouts. He lost a real low scoring game to Manoa on Saturday up at uh, Skydome or Rogers Center, or you know the Dudley Do Right Coliseum, whatever they call it up there. Uh, he's pitching tomorrow against the Cubs. And I think the Cubs are just the kind of bad team that uh, Hunter Green and the Reds can get their one or two wins that they get every week. Uh, that might be a, an interesting uh, value pick. Uh, Joe Ryan, my guy up in Minnesota, who uh, improved on Saturday to 4-0 and against the AL Central Division. Mm-hmm. 
He got COVID. He's on the COVID list. So uh, he's not going to pitch against Kansas City this weekend. That is unfortunate. But uh, Minnesota heading into an afternoon game today against Detroit had a 14-3 and record against AL Central teams. And uh, as I, uh, I check my scores here, it's uh, two to one Twinkies in the bottom of the sixth. So Minnesota against a really mediocre at best AL Central division is looking like a pretty good play. And also, if you have an opportunity to go live betting, uh, which I personally have not gotten into this yet, but uh, the Twins are 27 and 16 overall going into today. They're 23 and three when they score first. Is that right? Oh, by the way, the Giants are already up on the Mets three to nothing as we are speaking here. So that's all right. The Mets are going to come storming back. Um, but yeah, if you, you know, <laughs> if you're sitting around looking at your phone, oh, the Baseball Twinkies have a two nothing lead in the Matt third Rivers inning. Has a special Boom. offer for Boom. you every it's Saturday. Twenty three and three throughout the entire baseball uh, and, uh, season. They did score first Place a today three leg, Detroit, so same game parlay of at least twenty five dollars, and you will earn a ten dollar free Chris bet. Chris The same game parlays uh, you can was, combine player uh, props and, and game bets to make your perfect combo. Pretty good terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers on the road. His last outing was Saturday in Presented Boston, by Bet Rivers Rocks Casino Pittsburgh. Really must hot. be 21. Gambling problem. Call one to get through the fifth inning. Seattle ended up losing that game. He's pitching Friday night at home against Houston. But if the rotation holds, he's he should play uh, on the road June the first at the aforementioned much improved Orioles. So again, well, probably some value there. Baltimore hosting Seattle, but if it's if it's Chris flexing on the road, you better be flexing those painting muscles. <laughs> well, if you don't want to go with the suddenly pain in the ass Orioles and Yankees game, if you want to bet the Yankees and you want to put together a little uh, parlay of good team, bad team, which we always hunt for when Mike and I do the podcast, there are some options. Like I said earlier, there's a ton of games where it's this 20 and 23 team against that 20 and 23 team. Uh, like Philly and Atlanta, or the White Sox are 500 and the Red Sox are one game below, two games below, actually. But uh, you could piece together a little three-teamer if you want to avoid Baltimore and New York. Tampa at 25-17, and 17, hosting Miami. The Angels hosting Texas. They're 27-17, and 17, Texas 18-23. and 23. Then you got Houston hosting uh, the Cleveland Guardians at 8-10. So if you missed out on gambling in the afternoon games, a lot of getaway games on Thursday, or if you want to make good on some bets that went bad, uh, you can spin that parlay however you like. And like I said, leave in uh, Baltimore, New York, make it a four-teamer, take it out, play it individually, whatever you think. But uh, those are some options for you if you want to make good. I may but need that uh, tonight if the Mets don't get it together. They're still uh, – Giants are still hitting in the bottom of the first. I'm that's a bad good. sign. Um, all right, Mike. So before we get to the Steelers, because I do want to talk some mini camp. Um, OTAs rather over on the south side. We've been over there the first couple of days to talk about Omar yeah. Khan becoming the GM. We'll get to all that. I want to get to one more hockey thing. You had another hockey thought too. You, you go. You I go do first. Go ahead. Well, this is totally out of character for me. You're supposed to bet with your head, not your heart. But at the uh, International Ice Hockey Federation World Championships, I haven't found this on the Bet Rivers site uh, anywhere. But uh, if you have access to it, uh, Team USA quarterfinal action tomorrow from Finland. Plus 120 against Switzerland. They're plus 120 against Switzerland? Yes. I mean, Team who's, USA... Who's had... Switzerland's goalie? Do they have a good goal? Like they, Every now and then, remember, Switzerland would win one of these games or a tournament or get yeah. far because Martin Gerber would be good. Like, do they have somebody like that in net right now? I don't know who's playing for Switzerland. I don't know Team USA has a lot of NHLers, but it's guys like Sam Lafferty and Alex Galchenyuk. Oh, well, there but, you go. Uh, <laughs> but they... They did get a boost uh, after the first-round knockouts in the NHL. Jeremy Swayman, the Bruins goalie, went over and uh, joined the boys, and he's really stabilized things on net. They got a couple guys from the Minnesota Wild. And uh, Luke Hughes on the blue line, uh, freshman at the University of Michigan this past season. I think he was former fourth overall pick. He's probably going to win the Hobie Baker next year. He's really fun to watch, and uh, I'm, I'm just a big Team USA fan in these international competitions. I, I like throwing down on the home team. Here you go, Mike. I got it for you. USA is a plus. Take that back. Yeah, Team USA is plus 128 to win. Yeah, we're dogs against Switzerland. Yeah, plus 128 to win. The puck line 
in favor of the U.S. at plus one and a half pays out at minus 225. If you're going to go the other way and go Switzerland, they're minus 155 straight as the favorite. They are expecting a low scoring game. It looks like, oh, well, they just kind of they got it down to uh, five. But if you're going to go over, it's going to cost you minus 148. Uh, looking, Mike, at the World Championships to win the championship. For USA, they are plus 1,400. To finish with a medal, they're plus 250. Yeah, well, tomorrow would be uh, critical to that because yeah. it's the quarterfinals. You know, they've had a decent tournament. And again, some guys added on. They've had injuries on defense, and so they've been playing with five defensemen lately, but I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. Uh, if you have guys that can skate and, you know, don't gas themselves out. Uh, really good win against Sweden in overtime. And a uh, former colleague of ours mentioned to me that it really helped the USA that uh, Marcus Pedersen went over there and actually played for Sweden. Uh, that helped Team USA a great deal after the Penguins got eliminated. <laughs> and we played really well against uh, the Czech Republic. Or I guess they're calling it Czechia now. See. Z-E-C-H-I-A or something like well, that. Well, the Czech Republic is plus 475 to win it with Sweden, the second best odds on the board behind Finland, who's the favorite at plus 220. I was going to say, what's Finland? They they look like the yeah. uh, the best of the bunch to me. I've watched a lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it. And Finland is the most underrated international country going because uh, nobody hates Finland. So there's not that like, well, I guess. The Swedes you know, hate Finland. Swedes do, but, you know. Yeah. Um, Finland can play the European flow game and Finland can play the uh, bleep disturber stick you in places. You're not supposed to get a Yarko Rutu game. game. They're, they're very scrappy Finland. I, I like the blend, you know, Herbie, and they always have goalies. Herbie Brooks was always after that blend of European and North American styles. And I, Finland has, uh, they're a scrappy bunch, baby. And they got some skill and, and uh, they always show up in these tournaments and they always have a goalie. Like, yeah. They've always got a goalie like uh, San Pedro de Marquerice always has a shortstop, you know, and that's why, you know, I'm sort of optimistic about this guy the Penguins have in the system because he is Finnish. I'd like to see a Finnish goalie in Pittsburgh. That wouldn't bother me one bit. Or just a guy from Espoo. Yeah, that's right. One of our they're guys. everywhere. They're by, everywhere. By the way, do you realize, I think, what is it, tomorrow is the anniversary of the one year of Robert Morris getting canceled. I did not realize that was the anniversary. Yeah, we're going to have to wish Derek Schooley a very happy anniversary. <laughs> See how that goes over with him. Let's prank him, come up and tell me he's fired again. <laughs> <laughs> My one hockey thought before we go is go Blues. Uh, that's I don't really have insight so much as I have panic. Uh, I really want the Blues to win this. I need the Blues to win this because I had Colorado winning in six, and I had the series lasting at least six. And when David Perron is as hot as he is and the Blues still can't be more competitive against the Avalanche, then that's a problem. But Nazem Kadri seems to be in their heads like Adam Graves was in the Penguins' heads after he slashed Mario, except eventually they got over that one, the series. Um, speaking of Finnish goalies that aren't getting it done, that Billy Huso, he did not look like a Finnish goalie. He was as spooed and as spunded and done. And uh, he was... <laughs> It, it, that once it went bad, it went bad for him and it went bad for them. I think it's going to continue to go bad for him. Although I thought bad Colorado, for me, I thought Colorado was going to steamroll its way. Oh, the Mets finally got out of the first inning early down five, nothing, uh, a lot of golf <laughs> left. I thought Colorado was going to steamroll through the Western conference and probably steamroll its way to the cup, but I am so impressed with Edmonton of late. And, uh, we were over on the South side watching the Steelers a little bit the other day and our buddy, Anthony, uh, pronounced Just his last. Yeah, that guy. Uh, he said, don't overthink it. Connor McDavid's the best player on the planet, and he has lifted that team on its shoulders, and he's right, and I'm in. And uh, go Oilers. I'll go back to the uh, Ed Olchick line about the Penguins when they were at their height in 2016 when they were really cooking with gas in the playoffs, and they had Sid at pretty much full steam, and Latang was skating great, and uh, they had Haglin and Daly, and Rust was really moving. And he said, man, they are on you so fast. They, they're constantly on you. As soon as they have the puck, they're on you. I look at Connor McDavid. As soon as he has the puck, he's by you. He's not on you. He's by you already. That's how fast he is. And, you know, I keep using the analogy of when he skates, 
he cuts like Barry Sanders, except he's on ice. You're not supposed to be able to do that, but he cuts and corners like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, yeah. you know, stops, spinorama, whatever he wants to do. I've, I've not seen a guy play like this with this combination. Uh, I've seen fast guys and I've seen great puck handlers. I've never seen a guy handle the puck this well going as fast as Connor McDavid does. He was just breathtaking. Uh, and he gets so many shots off pads that turn into rebounds for his other players because the goalie is just hanging on for dear life all the time. If there's an unimpeded shot, the goalie is just praying that he happens to get in the way. He's not thinking about rebound control. He's not thinking about sucking up the puck. He's literally just trying to block it. And, and that's part of the reason why Kane has as many goals as he does when he's out yeah. there with him. Uh, you know, I, I think Edmonton is, is starting to build something. Uh, the Oilers were down to the Kings three to two in the first round and came back and won that series. Now they're up three games to one on Calgary, which I think is a very good club and is very hard to score on. And Edmonton in this five and one stretch of its last six playoff games, the five wins have all come by at least two goals and they're, they're scoring goals again against Calgary, which is tough to do. Uh, I think there might be some sneaky value on Edmonton next round. What about Edmonton next game? They're plus plus one thirty-five to win and put the series to bed. I'm, I'm all about Connor McDavid, baby, Tim. Let me say this and make it perfectly clear. He's the best player in the world. There's no doubt about it. There's, there's no doubt about it. There's nobody else in the conversation. No, he's okay? head and shoulders. That's the tweet. That's the list. Connor McDavid is really good at hockeying. <laughs> when we come back, we'll talk about how good the Steelers quarterbacks are at quarterbacking. They're good at talking <laughs> about it, and they're good at talking around it. Uh, some of the other players, especially the new guys, weren't so good at talking around it, so we could put some information out there, but we'll, we'll discuss when we come back. We'll talk about the new Steelers GM or GMs, uh, depending on how you want to look at it. Oh. <laughs> we come back in 30 seconds here on the Pittsburgh CityCast. Bet River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, BetRivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh, must be 21, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Continuing on the Pittsburgh CityCast, Tim Benz, Mike Pursuta. We are getting the most out of hockey that we can right now because after that, if you're good at betting baseball, enjoy it. Baseball will take center stage. And you know what, Mike? It's not just hockey. It's probably more basketball, and maybe it's thinning out now because the basketball playoffs are further along than the hockey playoffs are. But By the way, who's going to win that? If it's uh, Golden State, and who, who would Golden State play in the final? Uh, the Heat or the Celtics. I actually think that the Heat would be a tougher matchup for them. But if I wanted to go with my heart again and bet on Draymond Green, would I be doing a stupid thing or, uh, uh you want to look at the series? You want to look at the series prospects? Is that what you're looking at? Yeah. Just trying to spitball a little and see if you had any, uh, type of feel for it. Yeah. I NBA series markets right now. Uh, if you're going with the warriors, it's, oh, it's minus 10,000 for them to win this series. Where do the futures go here? The futures might have jumped out on me. The NBA playoffs here, I can go to futures from this tab. I got you right now. Uh, Warriors are minus 152 right now. To win the whole thing. Yeah, to win the whole thing. Irregardless of opponent. That's right. Irregardless. <laughs> I would say, if you want to do it, do it now, because yeah. I bet you they become pretty heavy favorites out of whoever comes out from the East. So, R Regardless of who they play, uh -huh. I, think I think I'm going to bet on the Warriors just for the hell of it. Yeah, I can't really give you uh, – yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to get you a Draymond Green. Let me see if I can get you a Draymond Green NBA final. Oh, I can, Mike. Plus 1,400 if you want Draymond to be the MVP of the finals. Yeah, it's probably not happening. Steph's but, uh... at plus 110. So <laughs> Jason Tatum's at plus 300. Jimmy Butler's at plus 500. Hey, Green is the second warrior on the board, if that makes you feel any better. It does. So uh, and, uh... consider that. I'll just stick with rooting for his team because uh, the Celtics and the Heat, I got no problem rooting against either one of those. All right, Mike, so let's get to football and what we're seeing over on the south side. Mitch Trubisky getting the first team reps. I got to say this, according to Kevin Dotson and Mason Cole, you got all the quotes from Mason Cole, who obviously it's his first time in Pittsburgh because he just gave you the information in a way the Steelers normally don't like. So I'm sure he'll get a tongue lashing for that. 
I'm sure he will be brought into the principal's office. I'll tell you what, he's my favorite offseason acquisition. He can, That's saying something for a Michigan man. He can talk, and uh, the other guy's not bad either, James Daniels. Oh, James Daniels is great. James and, Daniels is fantastic. And Trubisky's been fantastic so far. Yes. Uh, yeah. They're having a very good media spring. I'll give you another guy, and this guy has actually been around for a while. Here's one of these. We didn't know he was any good talking on a microphone because we never got to talk to him on a microphone. Arthur Millette is Mr. Personality. I saw him sign a two-year contract. I'm like, eh, all right, whatever. No, now I'm thrilled. I want him to get his own radio show. Yeah, I meant to. Uh, I was just BSing with him a little bit because his locker's next to Trubisky's. We were waiting <laughs> to talk to Trubisky after the first day, and he was making the jokes about, yeah, I used to have to put up with this. He when said I was every in New place Orleans. he's ever been, ever been, every time he's gone to a new team, he's been next to the quarterback. Yeah, but some of that time was spent with the Jets, so I don't know if those guys <laughs> drew a crowd. But uh, Drew Brees, I bet uh, that was probably problematic sometimes trying to get to your locker. Yeah. And, uh, you said it was a nightmare. You told me yeah. it was an absolute nightmare trying to get to his locker. I wonder if he was at his locker when Sam Darnold told the world he was seeing ghosts out there from Bill Belichick's defense. <laughs> I wonder if, yeah, exactly. Look over. Oh, yeah. no, don't say that, Sam. Sam, don't say yeah. that. Oh, You're no. going to regret that. <laughs> can't take that one back. <laughs> yeah. There are bets you can't take back, and there are quotes you can't take back. Uh, boy, Trubisky sure did dance around all the topics he needed to dance around, Mike. And uh, I can see why he was well-liked in Chicago. He seems like a pretty good guy. Um, let's see how he handles things. I, I haven't been able to talk to Pickett at minicamp. I know everybody talked to him at rookie minicamp. OTAs so far, we haven't been able to talk to him. I think Kenny set the record for most questions fielded in five minutes. Uh, he was not expansive on anything but he pulled it off without sounding standoffish or like he wanted to, you know, just get out of there. But so he answers, did everything Roethlisberger told him to do. He just did it nicer. His answers were short and to the point, but there were smiles and chuckles and, you know, the, the, the cliche-ish, uh, cliche is the wrong word, but uh, yeah, five seconds feel, to get out. How did it feel to be? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's black and gold now, not blue and gold. And uh, I got to walk a little further to the far field, but this is great. You know, like, Trying to be clever and, and pithy, but not trying to uh, make a career out of talking to the media on day one, which is probably a good read by him. So now he knows, at least the way the snaps are going, that he's going to be the third string guy. I don't know how long that continues. Where are you on the uh, suggestion that the schedule being what it is influences their thinking? I don't think the schedule does what would influence my thinking. I don't know what's going to influence their thinking, but what would influence mine would be that this is a very young offense and you've got yeah. some more moving parts coming in. I mean, if it, it it's only the first two days here this week, but uh, the way the offensive line shook out, according to what uh, the offensive lineman told us, is that uh, Mason Cole's your center and James Daniels is your right guard and left guard is either Kevin Dotson or Kendrick Green. And then you got the two carryover tackles from last year, but uh, you know, not, not much continuity up front. They're, they're, doing the different blocking schemes that uh, you were peppering uh, James Daniels about today. And he gave some great responses to that. Yeah, it, was, it was Dotson who brought that up to me. Dotson said, we're going to attack in the pass blocking yeah. game, which is not something you usually hear about. Like, well, he didn't say it like that though. He said, we're going to attack in the pass block well, game. Yeah, Cause that's what we're going to do. What a voice best, that guy has. He's got oh, the my. best voice on the team. He's uh, he's not quite Wayne Gandy, but he's close. Wayne yeah. Gandy was, Barry White could listen to Wayne Gandy and say, well, I wish I had a voice like that guy. That kid's got to get some voiceover work. You're listening to <laughs> 102.5 DVE, your Steeler station, baby. Yeah, he does have a little bit of a Southern drawl. I think Wayne was more of a, you know, a Chicago Reed kind of guy. He was more down the middle. So um, he was a little bit more universal. But yeah, yeah the Giants are still pipes. hitting the baseball off the wall in San Francisco. Wow, it's, this is uh, this is problematic for you, huh? Yeah, this one's not going to come through. Ah, you know, you ride her, you ride her till she bucks you, Tim. Then you get back on the horse. What's going to happen with the uh, general manager search here? They're going to introduce Omar Khan and then have Omar introduce his own assistant GM and make it look like it was his idea, or how is this going to go exactly? Uh, who knows? But I think they. Uh, it, it struck me. I, sh I shouldn't say I'm surprised, but it, it was curious to me that so many people reacted to this. Well, Omar can't be the GM. He's the cap guy. Okay, so he's the cap guy. Then you hire a, an assistant GM or a vice GM, and he's the football guy. I mean, it, it was cold. Now they're hiring the two. 
If you yeah. believe what was written, they're getting two assistant football guys. And it was Colbert, the football guy, and Omar, the cap guy. Now, if you, if you just switch the order, who cares, right? It's probably um, relative to the respect they have for the job Omar Khan does as a cap guy. He's got a really good reputation. Um, I, I was told by somebody over there this spring that, uh, well, it was suggested, hey, you should give Omar some credit because when they brought those five free agents in in rapid fire succession right after the start of veteran free agency with Miles Jack and Trubisky and James Daniels and Levi Wallace, and uh, I always get four out of the five. Mason Cole, go blue. Um, that, that you know, was a tough, uh, tough path to navigate with the cap and with their cap problems, but uh, maybe they needed – Omar to get a title to justify a bump to keep him on board. I don't know if he had other options or not, but, uh, you know, remain calm all as well. They got, they got a cap guru and they got football guys now in position to do the football guy stuff. So this is uh, an idea that had been floated out a couple days before we, by the way, the Mets are pitching some guy who starts his name S Z a, and I didn't catch the rest of it, but uh, that's the same guy that homered for the pirates earlier today. Zawinski, right? Well, no, it's not him. Oh, I didn't switch teams. In the middle. S- he didn't pull a Joel Youngblood. S Z A P U C K I. Thomas Zappowitz. Must be one of those days when they ran out of pictures and I didn't get the memo. Um, no. So, like the 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 Omar Khan thing, you, you, we saw these stories coming out that maybe Art Rooney the second was going to give himself a different title. Omar was going to become president. Brandon Hunt was going to become GM and then they were going to hire a different cap guy. Well, they just kind of did it backwards and they decided to give Omar the title of general manager. And like you said, then this Andy Weidel from Philadelphia in all likelihood will come in and be the football guy. And that they're also going to get Cody White's dad to be the uh, assistant football guy. So these will be the people that will huddle largely with Mike Tomlin when it comes to scouting and decisions to sign someone or not. And then they'll go to Omar and say, can we, can we make the money work on this guy? Now here's where I think it might come into play Mike more than anything else. And that is command or respect in the room when it comes to like the general managers meetings and things like that, you know, and when it comes to interactions that we don't see or hear about, like calling on trades or, you know, agents dealing with Omar as opposed to dealing with, Colbert, like Omar was the second guy. How does it go with Omar being the first guy? As opposed, oh, I to think Jim? he was the first guy in a lot of those deals. Yeah, I think, I think Omar had uh, a lot of sway financially, and, and I don't know. Maybe they send the, the the assistant GM to the GM's meetings. I, it's kind of semantical to me. I don't. Well, I, it was always semantical with the Steelers until Kevin Colbert said, "I got tired of sitting outside at the East West Shrine game." You know, like. Remember he was talking about that? Like I had to be a GM so I could yeah. sit inside. I I don't think Omar's going to make the call on whether they draft Devin Lloyd or Kenny Pickett. I don't think so either. And he shouldn't. Yeah. I, I you know, I think Omar's going to be, if they need a cornerback, Omar's going to be given a list of four guys that are available and say, you know, one of these guys will work for you, make, make it work. Uh, and then he'll figure out which one, uh, I think it's going to basically be business as usual, just, you know, different coat of paint on it. I wonder how he's going to handle us. It was going to be his hands off for 11 months out of the year, or 10 months out of the year as Kevin was. What do you think? I, I don't think we'll hear from him at all. I think we'll hear from Andy Weidel. And Omar will just punch in the numbers and stay yeah. the sort of a silent partner as he has been for all these years. And Andy, I think Andy's an underrated component of this whole thing. And, I've known Andy since the late nineties when he broke in as a, uh, pl- as a personnel assistant with the Steelers, uh, 98 and 99, he predated Kevin Colbert and, uh, we've stayed in touch over the years. And since then he's gone to new Orleans, Baltimore and Philly, which to me are all really good organizations that win way more than they lose. And, and, you know, if you're looking for a guy, a Pittsburgh guy that appreciates the Steeler way, whatever that is but has also gotten great experience and exposure around the league and spent a long time cutting his teeth and learning what works and what doesn't. Uh, I, I think they've got a valuable asset there. What are you making of the to it conversation at this point? Eight, nothing giants one out in the second <laughs> inning. Oh, the pitching coach just went out. 
Little late, pal. Little late. What's going to happen if people listen to this and we find out that the Giants have blown an eight nothing lead and the Mets win nine to eight? This is going to be beautiful. This could be a live reaction. What were those night games again you were talking about? (laughs) Uh, That would be your Guardians against the Astros. It would be Miami against Tampa. It would be the Orioles and the Yankees. And then the other one was uh, Texas and the Angels. There's your four-teamer right there. Yeah, this this was going to be a loser. Uh, Where were we going? Uh, We're going with Stephon Tewitt and whether or not. I'll believe it when I say it. You think Alualu and Hayward are blowing smoke or, or what? Just trying to make the conversation go away? Maybe they're, you know, refusing to give up on their buddy and they really want to support him. And maybe they maybe they're absolutely right. They know something we don't. But uh, until I a see him on the field and B, see how he plays. uh, That is uh, a potential issue for me because they they really need him to be the old Stefan to it. You know what I mean? Like if he's the player he used to be, then what they did defensively on the offseason makes sense. If he's not. Mm-hmm. it's going to be a problem. Yeah, because they still need someone that can make noise in the run game and be a disruptor in the run yeah. game. And when and that's not that's not the Marvin Leal. No, he's not big enough yet. You know, he's he can get moved. Well, he's nine. Nothing. He says he's put on 15 pounds, but Buck I, Showalter's coming out now to, to what pitch he should <laughs> nine. Well, nothing with one out. One out in the second inning. Mike, you don't pay for your bet with every run allowed. You just pay once. This that's that's the good thing about gambling when it comes to games like that. It's only yeah. one penalty. That's uh, it. I, I had one of these coming after the 10th uh, inning uh, ghost runner. There you theatrics go. And uh, the Rangers Carolina game somehow staying under last night. Yeah. You're going to be able to bet online from the Bahamas. How does that work? There's sports books, Atlantis. I, I oh, can't there's remember. A, there's a book. There is a book at Atlantis, huh? Yeah, it's nice. Nice. You go, in, you go in there and there's comfy chairs and you drink beer and throw down. Yeah, there are some good places to eat. I love the barbecue place that's there. You know, funny the story. Barbecue place. We were there last year during the Penguins Islanders series. And uh, there were some Islander fans in there. And it was the one game. Was it game five, maybe, where the Penguins just handled them all night and then ended up losing by one, I think, in overtime. And then well, the wasn't game, that the Jari game? Wasn't that the game where Jari gave away the puck? my stepson's a big penguin fan and he's geared up and the Islander people were all geared up and uh, they were just all night. They were bemoaning the fact that they had backed a losing horse. And I'm like, you guys haven't seen the penguins play very much. Like <laughs> if they haven't put yins away by now, they might not. And it ain't 2017 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they're trying to act like it is circumstances, Tim. All right. Yeah. One of those circumstances is you're losing. And we know about circumstances when it comes to losing bets as well, including nine to nothing in like the second inning. So what do you think I could get on a Mets comeback right now? Live. Oh, boy. Uh, You get some pretty good odds. You want to punch that in right now? Let's look that up. MLB. Before we go here. Since we've been given the daily updates. Run line Mets plus nine minus one. All right, we'll see. We'll we'll let Mike figure this one out, and he'll report back to us after he's back from the Bahamas. Uh, enjoy the week off, Mike, and uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll touch base from down there. We'll touch base when you come back or whatever the case is. We'll do it up and uh, recap how things were down at the book in the Bahamas at the Atlantis, all right? Let's go Hurricanes. Let's go Avalanche. Let's go Team USA. Until then, we'll get you one more before the week is out. When we get to the holiday weekend, this is the Pittsburgh CityCast brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the app today or go to betrivers.com.